It's time for Hall of Fame broadcaster Al Bernstein to interact with some of the most fascinating big-name guests from the world of boxing and well beyond. Here's Al. Hi, everybody, and welcome to the show. I'm glad you joined us on this show. Uh, It's going to be interesting because we're going to talk very much about amateur boxing in the United States and more specifically uh, about uh, an organization that is helping amateur boxing and even more specifically about an event that I'm going to be uh, attending in Detroit on September 4th at Super Bad Fitness, uh, which is a gym uh, that is uh, run by Tony Harrison and his family. Tony, of course, the former 154-pound champion. And he will be joining us as our guest here, along with the gentleman who runs the House of Boxing Champions. And his name is Curtis Hunt. House of Boxing Champions is a terrific organization that partners with gyms around the United States and provides them with safety equipment. They do special events like the one we're going to do on September 4th to help raise money. They raise funds on their own and provide uh, funding to some of these gyms they work with um, to help them get uh, important uh, safety equipment like uh, mouth guards, wrappings, uh, gloves, all the important things that they need. They also give um, grants uh, to the uh, to the uh, gyms so that some of the fighters can uh, have money to travel to regional and national events when they're in competition. So it's very important. Amateur boxing is not only the lifeblood of the sport, but an important tool to help um, youngsters, both young men and women, uh, become better citizens. So uh, I think you're going to enjoy this. Uh, Here is my chat with Curtis Hunt, that of House of Boxing Champions, and the former 154-pound champion, Tony Harrison. So I'm so happy uh, that I have a chance here to chat with uh, uh, two men who are doing something very exceptional. uh, uh, And on September 4th, when uh, we all get together in uh, Detroit at Superbad Fitness for uh, a very special event to help the that organization and help young boxers in Detroit. Curtis Hunt, the head of House of Boxing Champions uh, and uh, former 154-pound uh, champion, uh, Tony Harrison, uh, join us. And gentlemen, it's a delight to be with you. Uh, let's start out. And uh, Curtis, let's talk first about uh, to explain to people what House of Boxing Champions is. I kind of talked about it leading into this interview, but tell me from your perspective uh, what it's meant to do for gyms around the United States and young amateur boxers. Well, the House of Boxing Champions was uh, basically, um, I developed uh, or created uh, HOBC uh, back in 2014. And the reason was because of the fact of all of the young amateur athletes in the boxing community. Uh, I had the opportunity to uh, visit a few gyms and uh, got a chance to see the uh, in the lower or low resource community centers, a lot of those gyms. And we're a national 5013C charity organization. And we provide a lot of safety equipment for low resource athletic communities uh, uh, facilities. Uh, we're talking uh, basically uh, community centers, uh, uh, boxing, mm-hmm. um, some of the, uh, 
just some of the community centers that don't have all of the resources that's needed. And we come in as an organization, a national organization, and we provide travel grants, we provide um, membership, uh, kids membership grants and so forth, as well as um, safety equipment allowances for these particular facilities. And we've done 2014 and we've done a great job of it. And we're having, we're getting more and more um, 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 input or uh, people asking the House of Boxing Champions to come and help support their community and their communities. And we're asking for a lot of the corporate sponsors and so forth that's out there to lend us a hand and help support some of the things that we're doing within the community. And that's one of the things that I got to tip my hat to Mr. Harrison for is that he, for the last six and probably the last 15 years, he's done a great job in the city of Detroit. And he, his, I've been there and been at his gym and his facility for the last month, month and a half. It's a family atmosphere. And he does a lot of mentoring uh, for the inner city probably 30% or 40% of the kids that come there don't pay dues. Uh, and he give, give them all of that type of support, the, the mentoring ship and everything else. And we're just glad to be a part of what he's doing. And we just want to compliment as an organization, uh, the efforts that, uh, his father, uh, his mom, uh, his aunties, it's a family organization. Uh, yeah. and, and I just, I just love it because I walk into the gym and it's just like I'm at home, and it's just yeah, a wonderful. That. Yeah, and that, it's just that, yeah, that that's for sure. And that brings us to uh, what we're all going to experience on September fourth. And I want to, Tony, I wanna, we're going to be there for a very special event. It's going to be a, a fundraising event. People can get their tickets at houseofboxingchampions.com. Uh, we're going to have raffles uh, for boxing memorabilia. There'll be an exhibition boxing match going on. People got a chance to meet you, the champ. I'll be on hand if people want to chat with me, take photos, whatever we want to do. We're going to have a, a really fun afternoon. And Tony, how important is it to get this kind of help with the safety uh, uh, items that you know, cost money and they're hard to get. Um, is it a good feeling to have an organization kind of lend a hand to you guys? Uh, to be honest, it's a good feeling to have somebody lending a hand. Period. Yeah. You know, I'm 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 from a city. I'm from I'm from a community where people only help the people that's already up. You know what I mean? So, you know, you know, you know, people people kind of skip the people that's already at, that's still at the bottom and then they see everybody continue to lend the hand to the people that's already getting the money and they ain't got the help of hand. So, um, just to get the call from Kurt, man, I was like in, in, in shock. I seen a number from, from uh, somewhere I seen the answer from coming from Detroit. And I'm like, man, I'm not even about to answer this number, but I ended up picking up off good faith, man. And it made my morning, man. And, and you know what, man, it's just, it's just always, it put me in the mind that somebody's always watching me and, and and God, God, God always got the last laugh and the last answer for everybody. And and um, what 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 Kurt is doing, I, I got is it's, it's fantastic. Not only is he doing it for me, but you know, it's, it's gems all around the, the the country, man. That just need yes. help. You know what I mean? And, and you never know that. You never know. And what's crazy is, Al, I think you probably got you probably can if 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 every gym was funded, you probably have a, a champion coming out of every gym, but. 
you know, since funds don't be there and you have to kick some kids out, which which I which we try not that's that's we got uh, zero tolerance for kicking kids out because they don't have the money to pay because we never know what we never know what that kid becomes or we never know what that kid is going through or getting away from to try to come to this gym. So um but but if every gym was funded, man, I I think you definitely would get more fighters. I think, I think, I think uh, it would prevent less shootings, and I think you would, you you would definitely have more successful people. And I'm not even, even going to say boxers, but boxing itself, yeah, the sacrifice itself me is it gives you the blueprint to become successful in whatever you want to do. It gives you just the energy and, and and the atmosphere to just say grind, whatever you want to do, grind for it. And, and you know what I mean? I think I think we definitely would have more successful people because you know you you once you understand the grind. The grind never leaves. So I just think that that, that we're doing a good job. And I think all the all the gyms around the country are doing a good job. And Kurt is doing a good job where we're helping out. But like like Kurt said, mine is, is family oriented and it take it take the village to, to kind of do some of the things that I'm not probably not able to do or 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 not willing to do or like read some pamphlets. I just tell my auntie to read them or something like that. So you know what I mean? Um, well, we I all need help, don't we? To... I mean, that, you know, the point is we can't all, we can multitask, but we can't all do everything. And in your case, you have a professional boxing career in addition to all of this that you're doing. So uh, that's part of it as well. You make a really, really good point about all this. And I thought that was beautifully stated. You know, a lot of times I'm on TV shows or radio shows where people ask me about, um, you know, medals won, and we did do well at the Olympics, better than before. Uh, and how's it, what's the state of amateur boxing? And I, I say every time, I didn't, I don't care if we ever won an Olympic gold medal. I, I could give her, uh, I could give nothing for whether we ever win an Olympic gold medal. Amateur boxing isn't about winning Olympic gold medals. Amateur boxing is about kids coming to the gym all around the United States, as you talked about getting a, a better focus on life, having an activity that's going to help them. That's what amateur boxing is about. And you're you, at your gym and gyms around the country. That's where they're getting the job done. Yeah. I, I, like I said, like I said, I, I think gyms period is like, like it's not about medals. It's not about trophies or world championships. It's just teaching the fight. Like life is about every day yeah. waking up, continuing the fight. You know what I mean? Like and that's, and that's each and every kid around the, the country that box. They know they understand the value of going to the next round, and I think that's what some people lack is just trying to get to the next round, go to the next round, whatever happened, get to the next round. Curtis, you, um, I was happy that you reached out to me um, in recent months, and uh, I've done a little work with you already, and now I am committed one hundred percent to your organization, and you and I are going to be working very closely together over the next year, couple years, um, to try and really kickstart this you know i've done a lot of work with the u.s amateur boxing organization and other people but your organization provided something kind of good for me because I, i've kind of consolidated my boxing charitable work into your organization because i can't imagine a better um mission statement than helping all these gyms get actual equipment uh funding for kids to travel it's, you know, it's, it's not something that's, you know, ethereal. It's a real thing. And um, are you excited now as you see, as we look ahead to, uh, you've been doing this, of course, but as we look ahead to the Detroit event and others that you have planned, do you see this all coming into um, 
fruition in a way that you're kind of excited about? Oh, without a doubt. And, you know, I've had this on my radar and, 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 and the need has gotten so large that it's taken more of my time. Yeah. And I'm having to, because we don't have a lot of the resources. So as Tony can tell you, I'll go and do whatever it needs to be doing if it's sweeping the floor. It That's why I love her. You, difference you because love I don't her. care because I, I love it, you know, to be in the gym with these kids and to see them come about. Because see, what I see Tony doing is making sure the kids understand how to wrap their hands. I've gone to gyms where they've got broken fingers yeah. and broken hands because they don't have the proper gloves on. They don't know the proper glove size to wear when they're sparring. They, they don't know how to wrap their hands. They're not wearing the right type of mouth gear. People open these gyms and really don't know. Yeah. And these, that's why we're here. And we want to be everything we can to the youth and those low resources facilities. I, I, I've been in the many gyms. This is the first gym. Tony Harrison, super bad fitness is the first gym that I've ever, ever been into where, I mean, I, I, I've been in some great gyms now all across the country from New York to Miami. But the personal touch that he gives to each and every kid is amazing. You have to see it yourself. And it just, sometimes I leave the gym and I just go home and tell my wife, it's just amazing. And she says to me, that means you go, you ask for more money, ain't you? I'm like, oh, baby, I might need a few more dollars, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I just I add off to him for what he has done in the city of Detroit. And we're hoping that the city of Detroit and other large uh, 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 corporations and entities help support what he's doing within this city because it is tremendous. And that leads us again back now, uh, uh, just referencing this event on September 4th, which is part of a bigger thing, but it's focusing on that on that date. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm so excited to be coming. Uh, and uh, as I mentioned, some of the activities that are going to be a lot of fun, houseofboxingchampions.com uh, is where you can get uh the, you know, tickets. We want people to come by. If you are a business in Detroit or anywhere, anywhere, uh, the House of Boxing Champions deserve, and you love boxing, and you love seeing uh, young men and women succeed, you want to go to that website and you want to uh, contribute. You want to, uh, you want to be a part of it. Uh, that's a great move for anybody that loves uh, amateur boxing, that loves the youth of America, and uh, wants to help. And that event should be lots of fun. Uh, Tony, are the are some of the kids at the gym excited that there's going to be a, a kind of an event that is focused just on them? Uh, you know, that is all about them and is all about not only raising money but getting awareness for the gym for them and doing everything possible to help them. Well, I try, I, try, I try to create a dynamic for our kids that's so simple, so they don't even know. You know what I mean? They just show up every day to work. You know what I mean? Yeah. So we, we don't, I don't even want to create a, a, a stigma for those guys to be overly excited or, or, or be let down in some ways or be overly hyped. You know what I mean? So they show up to work, 
And then when they find out it's play day and they don't got to work, they super excited. Yeah, you know what I mean? They don't need that for sure. Yeah, that that is for sure. What is the what is it, Tony? As you from a guy from somebody that's at the gym, what's the most and speaking and you're really good at doing this. You you kind of have a global view of it, even though you're you're you're, you're in your gym. What is the main thing that gyms are usually lacking in terms of either equipment or uh, a help that is the most necessary? I, to be honest, I, I would say mouthpieces. Yeah. Uh, I would say, I, I would say, a lot of times you go, and these guys are, are gritty, man. These guys are fighters, so they would, they, they my, my guys would easily step in the ring with anybody without a mouthpiece on, without hand wraps on and a mouthpiece. They put their hands in some gloves quick, yeah. and they put their and they put a hit on without a mouthpiece in quick. So I, I think those things are lacking. But but until they get their tooth knocked out and it can't be replaced, right. and it can't come again, they don't understand how detrimental that is to the sport of boxing that they're in. So I, I honestly think, um, if I had to say those two things, and I, and I would say just the overuse of of certain things like gloves, like our right. kids share right. gloves. You know what I mean? Our kids share share headgears. They, you know what I mean? And they do the virus at, at that. Um, you never know what somebody's hands been if they watch him, if they didn't right. watch him. So each kid going in uh, a sweaty pair of gloves was just, you know, so so much not. It wasn't, it wasn't, you know, sanitary like 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 we wanted it to be. So it's just like the the under the the under use of like not having enough gloves, no mouthpieces, and no wraps. I, I would say those things for sure. And those and Curtis, those are clearly uh, major on the to do list always for the House of Boxing Champions, right? Yes. Yeah, I know you guys concentrate on on that equipment. And the other thing you guys do is uh, try to get grants to help youngsters uh, travel to um, uh, competitions, which is really wonderful because I know from all the years of being around amateur boxers and uh, both people I know who are friends of uh, and also just places I've been. Uh, it's really not easy sometimes for them to to have the funding or the ability to go to these tournaments where they can have a life changing experience. I agree. Yeah, I mean it. it it's really important in the in how they develop. Um, so Curtis, give me a give me a. a, a, a I'm going to talk to Tony in a second or two about him as a world champion. Give me your message to everybody for House of Boxing Champions uh, on 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 how you think they can help your organization help the youth of America. Well, I just want everyone to, everyone loves the sport of boxing. Um, in, in, in every family, there's an uncle, there's a cousin, there's a sister, there's an auntie that yeah. loves the sport of boxing. And we need to reinvest in our kids. And I'm doing the best that I can, but I need your support. And you can support us and please support super bad fitness by going to www.houseofboxingchampions.com. You can support us by sponsoring one of our sponsorship packages that's online, as well as in our raffles. And if you want to be a corporate sponsor to us, you can reach out to us via website. And I'll be more than happy as well as Al Bernstein to reach back out to you guys. Uh, as our ambassador to the House of Boxing Champions to make sure that we continue to fill the void that's in, uh, in in our communities. So yeah, and if you are a corporate, yeah, yeah, and if you are a corporate sponsor that uh, 
you're thinking about that, uh, just know that uh, anything that I can do to be of help to your uh, business as part of this, I'm very happy to do because uh, I want to see this succeed more than uh, than almost anything I can remember in the sport of boxing. It's about grassroots boxing, and it is uh, it is an organization that has my wholehearted blessing. Um, and you know, and uh, and it we're gonna. We're going to have lots of fun on September 4th. Uh, we're going to raise a bunch of money at Superbad Fitness uh, and and help the uh, what has been, as, as Curtis pointed out, a Harrison family uh, tradition in that gym, which is very special. And one of the people that gym produced was, in fact, you, Tony Harrison. And you, of course, became a world champion. You've been a terrific professional. And a lot of your fans are uh, anxious to know how you're doing and what you see in the future uh, for yourself as a uh, as a uh, uh, a potential uh, champion again. Uh, you know, Al. Well, you know, I'm from Detroit, man. They don't never give us nothing, man. They don't never give us nothing. So, you know, sometimes for us, man, we gotta speak. We got we gotta stick to our name and just keep kicking door, kicking the door down. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, for for me, man, I don't turn down nothing but my college, man. So, you know, uh, the fight that I really want. Are 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 the, are the doors that's closing for me, so I can't really get the fights that I really want or, or, or I deserve. So, um, you know, then then I gotta settle for fights that I really don't want. So, um, with with with, with stuff like that, for me, just take the energy out of the sport I love so much because mm. when you want to support it, when you want to support about fighting, I think the best to fight the best. I think you know the the toughest to fight the toughest, and I, I think that's how we continue to make the sport great, continue to make the sport good. So. But you definitely be looking to see me in the in the ring before the end of the year is out with Perfect. who? I don't know, but you know, hopefully this this gives me back to the one fight I would die for and I would retire after if I could get it. You know what I mean? And that's with Charlo again. Yeah, you had two stirring battles with uh, Jamel Charlo, who was just in a very tough battle with Brian Castaño, who going into that fight, I said many times that he is an underrated guy, uh, a terrific fighter. And he showed that in that fight in a very, very uh, close fight that ended up being a draw. The 154 pound division has been one in which the best has mostly fought the best. And uh, that's what you're hoping for, that you get a chance to get back into that mix. I think it's the most talented division in boxing, really. Oh well, well, Al, it is to be honest. Um, and and, and I'm gonna tell you what makes our division so good is that we are are willing to fight each other. You yes, know, it's just, right. It's it's just dates and circumstances that 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 don't allow it. Maybe somebody higher rank higher than this guy, or rank higher than this guy, or or this guy got a better opportunity to fight somebody a little bit easier. But we all are willing to get into the ring and fight yeah. each other, and that's what and, that, and that's what makes our division so so great and so stacked. All right. Well, I wish you the very best, Tony, and getting back. And I hope uh, we'll soon have an announcement that you're uh, getting a major fight because all boxing fans want to see you back in action. You've provided so many exciting uh, matches, some of which I have been uh, privileged to call. And it's always exciting. And I can't wait to see you and everybody at the gym on September 4th uh, for that event in Detroit um, as we try and uh, be helpful uh, in your mission statement at the gym. Um, and I, you know, I, I appreciate you, man, not only as a boxing enthusiast, but uh, a boxing enthusiast that, that has the balls to do what nobody else really does. And that's come to Detroit City, man, and, and have a good time with us, man. And you'll see that, 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 that the culture is great, the food, 
the air, the air you even breathe. I love is even Detroit. I, so you know, I, I that's right. One of my best friends in the world was Manny Stewart, who uh, I spent many. That's my guy. He would, Rest in peace, he would take me to a different restaurant in Detroit about every, you know, every four or five months. He'd find some new place and say, "Here, we got to go here." He was, he was a restaurant connoisseur, man. He Wasn't was, he? He man, he had he had his own couple restaurants and he closed them down and. He was a restaurant kind of sore, man. Every every time I went somewhere with the man, it was it was go get something to eat. Yeah, he, he loved he loved he loved finding different places. So what a wonderful guy. So yeah, I'm looking forward to coming back and uh, visiting. And Curtis, um, uh, we are. I'm anxious to. I'm very happy that uh, I've partnered up with you uh, and the House of Boxing Champions. And uh, we're going to do a lot of these as we move on in the next year to come. And it should be a great journey. Thank you, Al. And thank you, Tony. I really appreciate it. If there's anything I could do in the meantime, just reach out. All right, we thank you for everything you're doing, man. Yeah, it started with you and it's going to end with you, man. And we, we all, for all the gyms around the country, man, I'm telling you, thank you for all of us. All right, thanks to you. Thanks, thanks Tony. Tony. It's a blessing. You are a blessing in disguise, man. You yeah, are Yeah, I'm going to stay, I'm, I'm gonna stay in disguise until we get those corporate spots. I need you to keep keep haggling them. Keep haggling them, Kurt, until we get what we need. Hey, I'm doing the... I'm, <laughs> <laughs> and you know I ain't quitting, don't you, Tony? That's, that's what I love about you, though, Kurt. I love it, man. You do you you gonna do that? Like I said, you do the work that I won't do. I ain't gonna ask you twice. You know what I'm saying? You do the work I won't do. Yeah. Well, that's it. Hey, well, thank you so much. We appreciate it, and we are gonna keep moving forward to see if we can keep building this thing year after year. Yes, sir. I'm gonna. I plan on being bad for for years to come. So. Yes, sir. Great. Yes, sir. September four. Let's have a good time. That's great. Well, it takes, it takes that work rolling up your sleeves and getting it done. And uh, Curtis, you're the man for it. Thank you, Tony. Thank you, Curtis. I appreciate you guys being with us. And I'll see you guys in a few weeks. I'll see you soon. Take care. Uh-huh. So I hope you enjoyed that conversation with uh, Curtis and uh, Tony, two great guys. And I cannot wait to be in the Motor City again on September 4th at Superbad Fitness. <clears throat> Reminder that you can Get your information on getting uh, uh, getting tickets uh, that are free, but you want to sign up for them uh, for the event, go to houseofboxingchampions.com uh, and uh, you can get your uh, find out all the information about the event and also uh, arrange for uh, tickets to come to the event. It should be a lot of fun. I'll be in hand there. We can schmooze about boxing, get some pictures, and you'll get to meet the champ, Tony Harrison, uh, as well, and we'll have lots of other fun activities as we talked about uh, during the interview. And uh, let me now introduce the gentleman who is my co-host and uh, um, a devotee of amateur boxing, among and in addition to pro, uh, Trip Mitchell. Hey, Trip. Well, Al, uh, I'm thinking back and loved your interview today. Uh, a number of years ago, you and I had a chance to do a pay-per-view of Andrew Holyfield fight with Francois Botha. Two weeks later, I got to do a police athletic league fight up in Salt Lake. And I got to admit, I had a lot more fun at the PAL fight and got a chance. <laughs> Jerry Silva, the guy who runs it here in Salt Lake. And the statistics are amazing. When they started Police Athletic League, the amount of calls that the cops went out on for juveniles fell off dramatically. Yeah. So young men and women at key age eight and up, boy, they get into the boxing gym and only good things happen. 
Yeah, you're absolutely right. You know, I, I mentioned during the interview that, you know, when I'm on radio shows, I, people talk about gold medals. And listen, our, our Olympic team did better at these Olympics and good for them. You know, they got more medals and uh, USA Boxing's done a better job of kind of creating uh, better chances for them to do well, and that's terrific. But it's not, as you point out, that's not really what amateur boxing's main goal is. Uh, and and the fact that you were talking about quantitative evidence there, you know, that calls went down uh, from the police is an indication of just how effective this is. And that's kind of part of the reason why I really have gotten involved with House of Boxing Champions, because you know, I've helped amateur boxing. I've done things for USA Boxing and uh, tried to be involved and be helpful as much as I can. But it's been kind of dispersed. You know, I've, I've worked with uh, a bunch of different organizations. I'm trying to really focus in on their work because I think I can use my time and efforts better uh, to help them specifically and help them uh, make sure they get uh, help these individual boxing gyms around the United States. So we're, we're embarking on what I hope will be a, a really successful journey. They've been doing it already, and now uh, I'm going to participate, and it'll, it's beginning with that September 4th uh, event. But, uh, you know, it's, it's so vital uh, to have those gyms open. Well, you grew up in Chicago and boxed there. I grew up in Detroit, though not in the heart of the city. Um, which city has a prouder amateur boxing tradition? Can you, oh, is there evidence? Yeah, probably Detroit. Chicago does have a good amateur boxing, uh, has had a good amateur boxing uh, history, and there have been a lot of good boxers, but Detroit is, you know, <laughs> way up there with the Kronk Gym and, and a bunch of the other gyms, and uh, that city has produced not only great professionals, but great amateur champions as well. Um, but at both cities... What they share in common is that amateur boxing was an has been an important part of the communities. Uh, I grew up on the south side of Chicago, and uh, boxing was the, – the specific area I was in, interestingly, was not a super hotbed of boxing, but, but started when I was – uh, in my teens, they really started getting more involved in, in boxing through the Park District and the Golden Gloves and, uh, uh, and, and the Catholic Youth Organization. And here's a funny story. So when I was boxing, uh, I actually, because in my, the southwest side of Chicago, literally everybody was Catholic. There was, you know, there was like one Bernstein and maybe one, one other, uh, you know, Jewish family within, uh, you know, a, uh, a 60 block radius, right? Everybody was Catholic. So the, 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 I wanted to box, and I boxed in the park district, but I wanted to do better matches, so I boxed with the CYO, right? Well, wouldn't you know it, Tripp, there was a meet between the CYO and the B'nai B'rith boxing team, which was from the north side of Chicago. So, of course, I was boxing on this, with the CYO team. So the irony, they're, they're looking down this list, and these guys who were, were looking at it, you know, Spirak, Grabowski, Ryszynski, uh, Flores, Bernstein, you know, it's like, they're like, what, what is this about? You know, and they're all looking at me like, how did you get on the CYO team? So it was, uh, you know, it's kind of a, a strange event, but you know, the, the amateur boxing scene in Chicago was, you know, remains to this day, a you know, a pretty vibrant, uh, you know, uh, scene. And, uh, and again, its purpose is to, 
you know, to help kids uh, a lot. And, uh, and you know, you, the interesting thing is you're talking about places as diverse, uh, you know, as Utah and Detroit and Chicago and whatever. It doesn't matter where you are. It doesn't matter, you know, what group of people you're serving. It can be helpful. Well, there's no question. And uh, first of all, I didn't realize your name was Al O'Bernstein, but yeah, exactly. Yes. That being said, it is amazing when people get involved, a couple people on an amateur boxing thing can make a huge difference. Emmanuel Stewart, you know, and, you know, the right leader and great things can happen. Yeah, no, absolutely. That, and you hit on it. It it takes a driving force sometimes of a person, uh, you know, I had a good friend, uh, Phil Daly, who was uh, uh, who passed away a few years ago, who uh, was a real big uh, force of boxing in Lake Charles, Louisiana, where I've spent a lot of time and have so many friends and used to have a residence. And and Phil, Phil drove amateur boxing in that city. You know, Louisiana has a strong amateur boxing program overall in various parts of the state, and he drove that program. And much like, and he was good friends with Emmanuel Stewart, interestingly. And yeah, sometimes you need that one person to be in a, a driving force, and then it kind of coalesces the community to, uh, you know, to be more involved and to say, yeah, we we need to we need to help. So hopefully, uh, the September fourth event will be helpful in uh, in Detroit and uh, with House of Boxing Champions. I'm going to continue to uh, to do work with them and. Uh, and see if we can make a, a, a difference with all these gyms around uh, the United States. And, uh, um, and along with that, of course, uh, things are heating up in the pro ranks, and we've got a lot of great fights coming up. Uh, one of our Showtime fights uh, that's coming up, which I am so excited about, is going to be actually here in Las Vegas, September 11th, uh, Stephen Fulton, uh, Jr., uh, and uh, Brandon Figueroa in a title unification match at 122 pounds, which is a great weight division in boxing. And below it, a, a gentleman that we had as a guest on our show, Raiz Alim, uh, taking on another man who guested on this show, Danny Roman, in a, fan, a former champion in a fantastic fight. That could be one of the best doubleheaders we've had in, uh, in maybe all year, and we've had a great year. Oh, so, fantastic, Al. Look forward to seeing you on Showtime. And uh, yes. you won't get to use the Al Bernstein family jet. So uh, you'll say. Yeah, exactly. Control. All right. Thank you, Trip. Well, we appreciate you joining us and we'll see you next time. Take care.